Proverbs chapter 23 and verse 18. Proverbs 23 and verse 18 says, for surely, now get this, for surely there is an end. Say, whatever I'm walking through, whatever I'm going through, surely there is an end. And thine expectation shall not be cut off. And the enemy is attacking your expectation. Many of you came today with no expectation. Because the enemy has been attacking your expectation. You just got in a, you, you, you just come and just come and come with no expectation of God blessing, doing what he promised to do. Out of your weakness, his strength is made perfect. Next scripture, Psalm 62 and verse 5. 62 and verse 5. In the King James it says, my soul, that means my will, my emotions, and my intellect, wait thou only upon God. Why? For my expectation is from him. Folks, if God is for you, who can be against you? And if you are alive, he's for you. If you're still alive, he's for you. He only is my rock. He only is my salvation. He is my defense, and I shall not be moved. Hallelujah. Now, in the Amplified, it says, My soul, my will, my emotions, intellect, wait only upon God and silently submit to Him. For my hope and my expectation are from Him. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense and my fortress. I shall not be moved. And the church said, give your neighbor a hug. Say, I bless you, I bless you, I bless you. Come on. Hallelujah. As you're seated, shout hallelujah. Today's message is entitled, How Earnest Is Your Expectation? How earnest is your expectation? When you get up in the morning and you go through the day and you enter the night, how earnest is your expectation? Expectation flows in three dimensions. Number one, it colors your outlook. 
Number two, it shapes your attitudes. Oh, Lord. You ever been around somebody with a funky attitude? That's because they had a funky expectation. Third, expectation influences your actions. Now, I'm going to take you to a level today that you have not been at before. And um, I want you to expand your capacity to believe and receive. How many of you were born? Come on, I'm, I'm, I'm working on something. And you were born because a mom and a dad got together. They had a wonderful time and gave birth to you, all right? In that, you connected with what we call a designated relationship, meaning that from mom and dad, you learn some things. If they got along, wonderful. If they didn't get along, not so wonderful. And in that designated zone, you develop expectations. Then, how many of you left and went to school sometime? You went somewhere to school. And at school, you develop distant relationships. Because, you know, they weren't your mama and they weren't your daddy, but, you know, you develop some relationships. Amen. But how many of you know that when you accepted Christ, any of y'all accept Christ? Yeah. You develop a divine relationship. How many of you know that sometimes, whether you have a designated relationship or whether or not you have a distant relationship, those relationships come under attack. And when those relationships come under attack, it hinders your expectation. Oh, Jesus. There's a reason some of y'all don't want to get married no more. Been there, done that. There's a reason some of you don't like people. Because somebody distant from you messed with you. Huh? There's a reason some of you don't like to come to church. Because you went to the wrong church and something happened at the wrong church and you brought it to the next church. Expectation. You expected what happened at the other church to happen here. Or if, they, if it does happen here, I just know. Y'all ain't helping me now. The enemy's trick is to attack our relationships so that we lose expectation. I wish... You know, all mamas and daddies was wonderful. But where sin abound, grace much more abounds. Everybody needs grace. Everybody needs unearned, undeserved act of kindness. But you got to grow and mature to the place where you understand, yes, they weren't perfect, but I learned some good stuff. Take the good and keep moving. Then you meet some distant folk. And God uses the distant to become your parents. But I got news for you. Whether you have a designated relationship 
or whether you have a distant relationship, the greatest relationship is with God. Because he's the redeemer. And he's the one that can do all things. He can do the impossible. Now let me go and uh, talk about our hero, Jesus. When Jesus was born, he had a designated relationship with his parents. What's, what's it, what was his mother's name? Mary. Mary. What was his father's name? Joseph. Mary and Joseph. Hallelujah. But how many even know there were times and seasons where Mary and Joseph couldn't help him? But then there was another Mary uh, out of whom seven devils were cast out. Come on now. I don't know about you, but if devils got cast out of me, I'd be happy. I'd be saying, yeah, Jesus, whatever you need, I'll be there for you. And Mary and Mary Magdalene and other became his distant relationships. Amen. But then he had some designated relationships too. Ma Ma Martha, I mean, Ma Martha and Joseph, but Mary and Joseph, but also uh, Peter. James and John were close to him and they went around with him. They saw the signs and wonders and miracles happening, right? Got it? But something happened when he got close to having to be transitioned. He said, now let's go. Can you guys come and go with me? Cause I need to pray. And in the garden of Gethsemane, while he was praying, he said, now brothers, just, just hang with me for just, just a little minute. I gotta go pray. And when he found out he come back, his homeboys were asleep. Now, you know, when you ask somebody to do something for you and they don't do it, it can get on your nerves. Yeah. Jesus was facing death. And he asked his homeboys, his boys that, been, that saw him walk on the water, saw him feed the thousand. He said, can you just pray with me? I got news for you, folks. There are times and seasons your relationships can't go as far with you. They can't go all the way with you. But God, y'all ain't helping me now. But God goes with you all the way. He never leaves you. He never forsakes you. And Jesus, he was in the flesh and he had to realize mama can't go. Daddy can't go. My homeboys can't go. But my daddy will. And because of that, he kept a high expectation. Many of us are rolling in low expectation because we live in low. Thinking low. But I got news for you. I'm thinking high. Lord, where are we going today? Lord, how are we going to get there today? And every time you flow with God, he does the impossible. He does the miraculous. Say, say neighbor, if you need a miracle. I said, if you need a miracle. God is able to do it even now. So keep your expectation high and earnest. Designated, distant, but divine. Say, I, 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 I'm going to keep my divine. Come on. I'm going to keep my divine relationship. Come on, say it with God so that when my designated come on and my distant relationships are not flowing 
I'm okay because I have a divine relationship with God. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Now let me build my case. Expectation means eager anticipation. When you expect, you look forward to. You consider something or you anticipate. Some of us, because our relationships have been attacked, we, we've had lost our expectation. You, I gotta go here, I'm gonna look up. Some of you ladies don't expect a, to meet a good man ever again because of something happened. And some of you men, you don't expect to meet a good lady because of something happened over there. But when God shows up, God can take the crooked and make it straight. God can do exceeding abundant above all that you can ask and think. But the enemy keeps attacking your relationship so you lose your expectation. Well, you know, I've been, no, 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 no. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Some of you need a job. Oh, my God. The last job you had was, mm, God, awful. Yeah, but God can make it God wonderful. Amen, amen, amen. God can take what you learn from the other one and take you to the next one and it'd be even better. Amen. Say, God, increase my expectation. Hallelujah. All right. Well, here in our opening text, I want to share the first key insight in answering the question, how earnest is your expectation? The insight is that expectation that I am referring to must come from God first and foremost for you. But right here is where far too many sons and daughters are missing their receiving of blessing and daily load of benefits. Instead of spending time with the Lord and allowing him to fill you up, with his thoughts and his ways, they're allowing the world and it, okay, have you ever been anywhere and seen somebody on the phone all the time? I mean, it, it be people walking, be walking, huh? walking the phone all the time. You speak to them, they don't be, be looking at you, be, huh, huh? They, they get, and get mad with you when, you when you speak to them because you done messed them up on their phone. Say, neighbor, cut your phone off. Sometimes. The way when you, do, when, when you get caught up in the world and its thoughts, it begins to dominate the way you flow. That way you expect the world and the world system to deliver the things that make for happiness more than God. Others expect a human relationship to meet their needs. Here, the problem is improper focus. Improper focus. And many of us, we got, our focus is messed up. You, you know you, you focusing on the wrong thing. You focusing on the problem. You focusing on the issue. You focusing, but what about God? God is able to do exceeding, abundant, above all that I can ask and think. Hallelujah, say neighbor. He talking to you. Where you focus. Yet, the psalmist said, my soul, wait thou only upon God. And by that, the psalmist is settling 
that his soul, that means his mind, his will, and his emotions, daily work to get its focus off anything but God. Now, that's, some of y'all going into next week, you're going to have to work on your focus. I said, you're going to have to work on your focus. There's some stuff coming at you next week. If you don't, if, hey, it's, it's designed to take you away from God. To make you think that God ain't able to do exceeding abundant above all that he can ask. It's, it's designed to make you lose expectation. Well, I mean, you know, I've been through that before. No, 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 no. What God, what you've been through before doesn't mean that you got to go through again. Ooh, hallelujah. We got any cooks in here? You know you prepare, prepare a meal and you get it one way. The first time it don't go, but you got to do it again. And you do it again and it gets better and better. <coughs> say, say, my cooking always gets better. Always. Because that's my expectation. Hallelujah. All right. And folks, learning and focusing your expectation from God is just another expression of his love for him and for us. For your spirit and your soul and your body. Another key insight in answering the question, how earnest is your expectation, is rooted in understanding real Bible expectation often, often begins with the travels with your companions, meaning your relationships. If you roll with the wrong folk, you're gonna have some wrong relationships and you're gonna have some wrong expectations. Amen. And the trick of the enemy is to make sure you get with the wrong people. Hallelujah. Get with the wrong folk and so you roll with them and you think, well, man, they, no, 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 no. You better get with God. Meaning your hope. Philippians 1 and 20. Let me say it says it this way. According to my expectation, according to my earnest expectation and my hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed. But that with all boldness as always, so now also Christ shall be magnified in my body, whether it be by life or by death. In the Amplified, this is in keeping with my own eager desire and persistent expectation and hope that I shall not disgrace myself nor be put to shame in anything, but that with the utmost uttermost freedom of speech and unfailing courage now as always heretofore Christ the Messiah will be magnified and get glory and praise in this body of mine and be boldly exalted in my person whether through by life or through by my death folks hope and expectation complement each other perfectly say hope and earnest expectation complement each other perfectly. Mm. They also tend to magnify each other. Hope increases your level of expectation. Wow. Say neighbor. Where's your hope at? Because it's going to increase your level of expectation. And expectation rises your level of hope. Say Expectation rises my level of hope. Hallelujah. Example. Let's say you have a bill uh, 
but you just don't have the money to pay for it, right? But because you have heard several awesome testimonies of people whose bills have been miraculously paid, anybody, anybody, anybody? You have a little hope that God will meet you, your needs as well. So you pray and ask God to take care of your bills. One of the reasons you need to be in a faith church is because you need to have faith sometimes. There are going to be times when you don't know whether you're coming or going, but if you're around faith people, you'll be able to say, you know what, I got some hope, I got some expectation, and God will see me through. Amen. Say weeping, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Hallelujah. At the point, you have little, little bit of hope and fairly low level of expectation. But as you stand on God's word and meditate the right scriptures, you need, your need is supernaturally met. See, the problem is many of you read the Bible, but you don't, you, you, you don't look for the promises. Meaning, uh, you know I got a bill to be paid, Lord. And you can't even find the scripture that said, my God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory. Or the doctor tell you you're going to die and you can't even find the scripture to say, you know, by his stripes, I'm healed. And you read it, but you don't speak it. You read it, but you don't say it. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. See, some of you talk the problem so doggone much you can't get past it. All you do is talk the problem, the problem, and you hang around problem talkers. You hang around problem talkers and problem talkers are always have low expectation. They come to church with no expectation. They leave with no expectation. They get in their car with no expectation. Go get home. They get around food and don't get any expectation. And unexpectation leads to unexpectation. Sun be shining and you be crying. Sunny day, you, you ain't got no joy on a sunny day. I mean, you got, you, listen, you, you got the best food. You, you can't even enjoy no food because your expectation is so low. The food be smelling so good and you ain't even tasting it. Oh, revelation. Some of you eat too fast. You don't savor every bite. Okay. I'm, I, you know, I was hungry. Bam. You better, say, say, neighbor, slow your roll. Enjoy your meal. Every meal, eat slow. Hallelujah. Now, the next time you're faced with a bill you can't pay, you remember God's faithfulness. You're, you're now, you, you now are going to have a larger measure of hope and a higher level of expectation because your faith and your trust and your love for God has grown because of somebody else's testimony. You had hope and you hope long enough and your blessing came. And unless you get weary of well-doing and start fainting, the circle repeats itself each time you experience the faithfulness of God towards his word. The problem is many of us are getting to the place where we're getting weary. I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired. And tired leads to tired, and leads to tired, leads to tired. And you, you, you can't even get up. Yeah, get up, get up. Man, because you got to get up. Tired. Say, neighbor. Tired. 
plus tie leads to more tie. Shut it off. Hallelujah. But folks, this works in the negative too, okay? If you throw up a half-hearted prayer and never open your Bible, you're not connecting with God and are probably not going to see an answer to your prayers. And when that happens, you'll say, just as I expected, work for me. And as a result of not following God's divine order of faith, over time, you develop a negative expectation and are locked into hopelessness. Now, in, in 2017, the, the problem with many of us is we've been locked into hopelessness. We walk around, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. We, 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 we ain't expecting nothing. We just walk around hopeless, hopeless, hopeless. And, and, and see, the thing about it, when hopelessness gets on it, you don't even know it. When, when hopeless gets on you, it, it just, it, it just, mm, I don't, mm, mm, mm. You put on, the, put on this fabulous dress, ladies, and you're looking fine. And somehow you feel bad. Brothers, you put on this fabulous suit, and you're looking sharp. And somehow you feel sad. You get, I don't know, it just, it just doesn't hum. Because you, your mind starts overtaking everything, and you, it just it analyzing everything. And, and as you think in your heart, you, 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 you forget about God. You start cussing and fussing and arguing. And, you know, um, hopelessness. Hopelessness. It's diabolical. That's why there was a man that used to say, keep hope alive. But the amazing part, he ain't keeping no hope alive himself. I'm teaching. Not beating up. It's reality. Because the attack on expectation is strong. Well, Pastor, I tried that. You got to do more than try. You got to do what God says until it happens, until it happens, and you got to hold fast to the profession without wavering. Say, neighbor, you can't quit. Can't give up. Because God is able to do exceeding, abundant, above all. You've been asking and think. Mm -mm -mm. Tell your neighbor, if, there, if that is where you find yourself today, there is a faith solution available even now. What's the solution? You must daily cultivate your expectation. Get up expecting something good to happen. Go to bed expecting something good to happen. Come on, cultivate it. Cultivate means grow it, nurture it, form it, and refine it. Now let me go to Luke 5, 18. Let me build this thing up. Luke, Luke 5, 18. This is, oh my God, this is a blessing. Luke 5, 18 says, And behold, men brought in a bed a man which was taken with palsy. And they sought means to bring him in and lay him before him. Got it? And when they could not find but what way they might bring him in because of the multitude, the multitude, they went upon the housetop. Say, neighbor, who do you roll with that will go upon a housetop, meaning do whatever it takes for you to be blessed? 
And when they could not find but what way they, they, they because of the most, they went upon the housetop and let him down through the tiles of, with his couch into the midst before Jesus. And when he saw their faith, he said unto him, man, thy sins are forgiven thee. Who do you roll with that will hang with you long enough for you to get your breakthrough? And see, you got to realize there are times and seasons when the designated can't do it. There's times and seasons when the distant can't do it. But God will always do it. Amen. Jesus was the son of God. And he had designated helpers, designated relationships. But it was a moment when they had to, he had to face reality. They couldn't help. And you got to realize you're going to have moments where folk can't help you. And the trick is to get you to run from God instead of running to God. Saying, God, I need some help. All the time. I need help. You're my Lord. And when my heart is overwhelmed, and right now, my heart's overwhelmed. So lead me to the rock. Hello, rock. That's higher than I. Because I know you can help me. Somehow, some way, my expectation is of you. That's real, folks. That's real. That's real. Oh, my God. Woo-wee. This man needed healing, yet Jesus told his, him that his sins were forgiven. Why? Jesus knew that if a man was going to receive his healing, he needed to increase his expectancy. And as we have seen, that requires a change of posture. Woo. Change of posture. Meaning, on your way to victory, you're going to have to make some changes. You're going to have... Expectation requires some changes. Oh, my goodness. What you used to do may not be... According to what you need to do. Right. And what you need to do may not be what you used to do. Yeah. It's got to be a change of posture. And when you change the posture, then the expectation gets higher and higher and higher. And the yokes get easier and easier and the burdens get lighter and lighter and lighter. Say, neighbor, you got to learn to rest in the problem. And lay hold to the promise. Hallelujah. The man apparently had a sinful past and as a result didn't feel worthy to be healed by Jesus. Before the man would receive, Jesus had to change his expectation. And that meant dealing with his sense of sinfulness. Whew. Any of y'all sin? Any of y'all ever do anything y'all had in the business doing? Huh? Uh-huh. You know, at once in a while, once in a while, once in a while. I got news for you. You're going to have to learn how to not get entangled with that sin and let that sin strangle you and keep you from having expectation. Amen. Amen. Some of us, we are so past-minded, we can't go future. I said some of us are so past-minded, we can't go future. What do you mean? All you do is every step you take, you in the past. Huh? 
every step you in the past. The Bible says forgetting those things that are behind. I don't know about you. I don't stop looking like that. I, I, no, I'm, I'm looking this way. Hallelujah. Somebody bring up that mom. What, what you talking about? I got amnesia about the past. Uh-uh. I'm into the future because God is a future God. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And, and, and see, it's amazing how many saints, all they do is talk about their sin. Yeah, you know, I used to cuss and I used to da-da-da-da-da. Used to. What about now? How are you now? Now unto him who's able to do exceeding abundant above all I can ask and think. Now, God, how we want to flow now? How we want to change now? What do you want me to do now, 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 now unto you? Makes a difference, folks. And that raises your expectation when you say, you know what? Uh-uh, no, that used to be. Oh, there was a man in the Bible named Saul. And man, he had a rip. Oh, he had a rip. But then when he had his Damascus Road experience, and all of a sudden, something changed. A change came over him. And every time you would bring up the past, he wouldn't even talk about it. He wouldn't even bring it up. He said, no, 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 no. I know that, but, you know, I'm a new man. Silver and gold, Peter said, I have. I, 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 you know, Peter made a mess. But he said, now, silver and gold have I none, but I got a name. I got a name that's above every name. When he connected with Jesus, something changed. And all of us have connected with Jesus. Well, when are you going to flow into change? Hallelujah. Well, you know, Pastor, you just don't know. Say, say, say change, change. is more than a feeling. It's more than a feeling. Don't get wrapped up and tangled up in your feelings. Amen. No, 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 no. You got to know when to shut them feelings down. No, mm -mm. get off of me. Get off of me. No, 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 no. I'm blessed and highly favored. Hallelujah. This is going to be one of the best days of my life. Hallelujah. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I'm blessed. And that's my expectation. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. I get around, folks, and they got more stuff than I got. I said, praise the Lord. I bless you. Hallelujah. My stuff is on the way. Hallelujah. It's coming. Hallelujah. I, I have the vision. All right. Okay, Lord, I thank you. If you did it for them, I know you're going to do it for me. I thank you, Lord. I'm blessed and highly favored. Look at your neighbor, smile. Smile. Show them pearly teeth. Smile. Expectation. Come on. If you have high expectation, you'll smile. Oh, but when you have low expectation, you just look sad all the time. Sad, 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 sad. Say, God, huh? Hallelujah. High expect, a high level expectation is almost always a prerequisite. Oh, thank you. Get this, get this, get this. A high level of expectation is almost a prerequisite for a miracle. A high level of expectation is almost always a prerequisite for a miracle. When you need a miracle, you got to have a high expectation. Um, there was a lady that had an issue of blood for 12 years. 12 years. 
spent everything. But something came over her. Within, she started having an expectation. If I can but touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. And how many of you know, with that expectation, she touched the hem and she got whole. But she had high level of expectation that produced a miracle. Say neighbor, say neighbor. from one to zero, where's your expectation? Say, say that, say, say that, from one to zero. See, if you agree with that, 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 that's, that lets you know right something wrong right there. <laughs> the good news, folks, is that Jesus, as he did with the man in this passage, is always looking for a way to help us rise and raise your level of expectation. Now let's go to Acts uh, chapter 3 as we begin to go down the home stretch. Acts 3 and verse 1. Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. A certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Here was a man who had been crippled all his life, begging was all he had ever known. He certainly had no reason to expect to ever walk or work. But Peter, sensing that the man needed a change in posture in order to receive, gave him a command. Acts 3 and verse 4. Who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Peter's demand obviously had its intended effect. The man looked up at them in anticipation of receiving money. He now had expectation, but the wrong one. Sometimes, folks, the trick of the enemy is to get you to have wrong expectation. So Peter raised the man's expectation to another notch. Hallelujah. Acts 3, 6. Then Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Peter said, don't expect money, expect healing. Say neighbor. Don't expect the wrong thing. Expect the right thing. Mm-hmm. And to help him change his receiving posture even further, Peter grabbed the man and pulled him to his feet. And that was the result. Sometimes when you're in a low expectation, you need somebody to grab you. Grab you and put you in the receiving posture. And you got to recognize you meet people in a time and season. Sometimes they ain't receiving. Sometimes they ain't re they rejected. But you got to understand even in the rejecting season, they need to still be able to receive. Say, Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, ladies, y'all know this one. You go to look for a sale and you, you, you find out that the, the price that you wanted to pay, you know, it was a little too much. But you got a sister with you. And on her phone, she got a, a coupon. 
I said, she got a coupon. Now, and she come over to you and said, now, uh, what is it that you want to purchase? And you get an attitude like you trying to get in my business. You're going to miss the visitation. She got the coupon that you need to get the breakthrough. But you so into you that you can't let her help you with the coupon. Brothers do the same thing. Boy, don't, man, don't, don't, listen, listen, I got this, don't worry about that. And, and the brother got some extra money that you need. Huh? And you done missed the visitation because you had low expectation. And then when you get out, you find out that they had what you had, what you needed. And you mad at them, you mad at them because why didn't you say something? Well, you just, you didn't let me in. Say, say, neighbor. Are you learning? Keep your level of expectation high. Acts 3 and 7, watch what happens. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. He, leaping up and stood and walked and entered in with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. Eagle Summit, I can't overemphasize the importance of earnest expectation in receiving God's provision. Yes, expectation places you before the face of God. Expectation with God places you in his face. He blesses the expected people, those who are looking to him and him alone for all their needs to be met. And we're living in time, folks. You better know God. Because God, Jehovah Jireh, is a provider. I said he's a provider. And he will supply all your need. All your need. Finally, let's go to Matthew 9 and 20. Matthew 9 and 20. Hallelujah. Say, my expectation is getting higher. Matthew 9, 9 and 20. Here's the example again. And behold, a woman which had an issue of blood for 12 years came behind and touched him the hem of his garment. For she said, for she said within herself, for she said within herself, for she said within herself, if I may but touch his garment within herself, I shall be made whole. Folks, the battle is not outside, it's inside. The battle is not outside, it's inside. And you got to be able to build yourself on the inside. When the doctors are saying, no, you are on the inside, you better be saying, yes. Expectation, expectation, expectation. She said within herself, if I may, my God, if I may but touch his garment, I shall be made whole. But Jesus turned about. And when he saw her, he said, daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith, thy faith has made thee whole. Thy expectation has made thee whole. Thy faith has made thee whole. And the woman was made whole from that hour. Do you know? When God is on your side, he can take a, a moment and turn it in and make it wonderful. Amen. I said God can take a moment and make it wonderful. Folks, when you have real expectation, it influences your actions. Ooh. When you have real expectation, it will influence your actions. The woman, regardless of the 12 years with disease of the issue of blood, had expectations within that influenced her faith actions to produce the healing virtue and victory she wanted and needed. 
Eagle Summit, let's learn to cultivate earnest expectation in every area of our lives. Don't just throw your tithes into the church offering plate and forget about it. Spend the, first, spend the rest of the week in earnest expectation of the windows of heaven open up. Any of y'all give anything today? Yeah. Uh, I said, <laughs> spend some time. Say, Lord, I, I remember my tithes. Remember my offerings. Oh, blessings come on me. Expect to receive the hundredfold return on all your giving. See, you know, Lord, you can give me 30. You can give me 60. I don't know about you, but Lord, 100. Say, say Lord, I thank you for the 30. I thank you for the 60. But I'll take the 100. 100. 100. Come on. I'm available. I receive you. I have expectation. In other words, simply put your faith and trust in God. Expect all of God's blessings to come to be yours in the fullness here and now. It's what he wants for you. Jeremiah 29, 11, as we go down the home stretch finally. Jeremiah, Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give, to give you an expected end. And he amplified, for I know thy thoughts and plans that I have for you, saith the Lord, thoughts and plans for your wel for wel welfare and peace and not for evil, to give you hope in your final outcome. Say, Lord, I receive that. Eagle Summit, it's time for each of us to daily maintain and flow with earnest expectation from God because we stay connected to him in season and out of season, in good times and in bad times. Now say this with me. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you, I ask you to allow the Holy Spirit to help me maintain an earnest expectation filled with your hope that maketh not ashamed because your love is shed abroad in my heart even now. I thank you in advance for every sign, every wonder, every miracle that is on the way and manifesting even now on my behalf because I believe and receive it already done already done already done say my miracle my sign my wonder is already done I receive it now I receive it now I expect it now in Jesus name shout hallelujah come on put your hands together for the Lord Folks, that revelation about expectation is so vital now. From the time you get up to the time you go to bed, have high expectation and keep that divine relationship with God intact. And yes, designated relationships are important. Distant relationships are important. 
But that divine relationship is the most important. Say, God, I thank you for the divine relationship. You're my helper in the time of trouble. I thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah.